Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome everyone. We are excited to be here today because we are talking about timelines and how we can rise to our highest timelines. My guest today is Addison Ames. He's a full body channel for Metatron and he's awakened spiritual teacher. And he says that when we do the timeline work, we can actually change our life in miraculous ways. So we're going to learn about what timelines are and how we can consciously be aware of what we're creating in every moment. Not only can we collapse the timelines, but we can actually be very present and aware to create timelines for everything that we do. Addison Ames, thank you so much for being here. Welcome back. Lauren, thanks so much. It's good to be here again. This is a fascinating topic because we've heard timelines are shifting, timelines are collapsing. What do we do with that timeline? How do we create new timelines? So let's start with the definition of timelines. Why is this so important? You are talking all about how we can be a timeline master. What does that mean? It's a wonderful question. <clears throat> and, you know, thanks to sci-fi television, movie, movies, sci-fi books, who really work hand in hand with spiritual leaders, spiritual television shows, movies, and books, who are all kind of talking about the same thing because they're really bringing in higher definitions and higher understandings into the commonplace mentality. So you hear a lot about timelines and movies and books, etc. A basic understanding that's just really easy to get is that timelines are holders of stuff. So if, if, you're, if your audience is wondering, well, what, what are timelines? A simple definition is they hold stuff. And if you've ever worked in a timeline, <clears throat> like an organizational timeline or a program or event timeline, you take pieces of information, almost like in capsules, and you lay it out against a calendar, a timeline. And then as time moves, that holder of the idea comes into form. So in the same way, timelines are both within us. We have our own personal timelines that probably a lot of people don't know. We exist within a lot of timelines in all creation, Earth timelines, galactic timelines, universal timelines, creation timelines. We exist in other people's timelines. So uh, some of the work that I do is cleaning out your connection, energetic or otherwise, to your, your place and other people's timelines, like family members, uh, husbands, wives, kids, people that are really close to you, even people that you work with, have <clears throat> a close energetic relation to you. And so they manage their life with you as part of it. So you exist within their timelines too, which can limit some people. So, um, our own personal timelines, which is related to the work that I do with people, are really kind of <clears throat> held in different places, either in our bodies and our soul sometimes, or in our Akashic records or in the etherics. Timelines are like time capsules that hold different kinds of our own information, experiences, energies, emotions, relationships, all of our stuff 
is always held somewhere. We have no secrets. <laughs> our history really is, if you want to say public, it is known both in our Akashic, to those that work with us, past lives, parallel, parallel lives, future lives, all of our information is there and it's all constant. So if we can become timeline masters, we are able to really know what information is readily available, what can be filed away, and what can be kind of cleaned up or healed many times, folded, and then taking care of the old, realize what we wanna create because we're all always actively creating, what we wanna create now and in the future, and always open up new appropriate and really strategic smart timelines so that we're building in really focused areas of our life. So it seems as if, it, it seems as if, um, if we're going to open up timelines, most of us are doing this in an unconscious way. We are not aware of timelines for the most part. So, right. um, mm, so then collapsing the timeline, we bring awareness. We say, wow, okay, I treated someone poorly. That set up a timeline, right? For example, if we treated someone poorly or... Um, yeah, not aware, then that sets up a timeline with that person. Possibly. Um, okay. Possibly. Some people have <clears throat> behavioral timelines. It just depends. You know, we're, we're always really, we're always creating. And what I want to speak to what you said is part of this whole timelines becoming a part of, let's say, human consciousness is about all of us becoming more conscious, active creators. So as we all get more and more knowledge, downloads, new frequency, vibrations, new mindsets, we're all creating and much more, hey, now that I understand the game, now that I understand the playing field, here's what I want to do. I'm going to align all of my tools and do it. So timeline creation, management, strategy is very important. Just like if you have a job or start a new job, you think about, okay, well, here's how I want to present. Here's how I want to be. I want to be real. I want to be nice to people. So you kind of strategize how you want to create that new job. Many people have numerous career or job timelines. So it's like kind of like if you go off to work, you go off to a job, you like kind of change your mindset. You kind of leave all the home stuff behind. You're really focused on your job. Chances are you as an average person, person have four or five job timelines in your active consciousness. So if you can kind of clean up those timelines and maybe, you know, you're trying to get over treating people really badly, <laughs> you can kind of clean up some of those timelines, heal and <clears throat> bring new energies into those timelines to help support you as you try to create new behavior sets. Okay, good. Um... So that really is also dealing with our intentions too. Um, so this is the importance of creating a timeline for our highest, best interest. So if we want to manifest something, uh, if we want to create a timeline um, far off into the future, then what do we do? We we just set the intention or is there more to that? Well, I mean, we're, all, we're always doing it kind of unconsciously. What, what I teach is really constant timeline creation and management. So let's say someone wants to have a baby. 
generally, as a person starts to kind of imagine what that would be like, think about, oh, I want a girl, I want a boy, I want to be like this kind of mom. As you start to kind of create an idea, generally, you're working in a new timeline and don't know it. But sometimes you're filling another timeline that already exists that will then kind of like separate and create a whole new timeline. But, and I work with moms many times or people who want to be parents, you know, I can say to them, okay, let's be really, really strategic about how we want to create this new timeline of baby. And let's fill it with all the right energies that you put in there, that other people put in there. And then what you're kind of doing is you're building like a, a biosphere in your timeline that really helps create a very healthy environment for you to be a mom, to have a kid, and for the kid to be healthy. Uh, many times I work with people, with moms, and we go back to what I call timeline one, which is their womb timeline. Because believe it or not, when we are first incarnated at the womb level, when the soul comes in, joins the genetics, the egg and the sperm come together, the gen genetics are working, soul comes in and forms the genetics and says, hey, that's what, here's what we're going to do with this baby. Timeline one is opened up for that being. And information that the mom and dad, that the family, that the, even that the soul gives that fetus is already in creation and filled with emotions, happiness, sadness, goodness, bad habits, good habits, lots of stuff. So for moms many times, speaking to this, like I want to create a really solid strategic baby timeline, moms have to go back to their own personal timeline one and clean a lot of things up so that they can really understand what's going on in their own womb for their own baby and really help create a very sacred, special space for that young, very young baby growing there. So timeline timelines work is many times very complicated because we don't just have like one timeline running for ourselves. I would say like you, for example, I'm not reading you at all because I respect your sovereignty and your privacy and your confidence, confidentiality, but you probably have about a hundred timelines in current management right now in your own life because you're doing multiple things. You're changing mindsets. I have different friends, family, cohorts, husband, Costa Rica here, there, everywhere. So whenever you change mindsets, you generally have a selection of new timelines that you're accessing. So one of the things that I do with people when I work with them on timelines work is really help them to understand what timelines are. Because again, people are talking about timelines, but it's really a brand new topic. You know, it's only now coming into our understanding. So humanity is just now trying to understand it, let alone manage it. So a lot of the work I do is teaching about this kind of this topic so that people can then understand it, practice it, help them clean up the past, heal, get new, and then become their own timelines masters to help them and support them to be very conscious and very active creators. So it seems as if, if we are not aware of timelines and what it is that we're creating, then that timeline will we'll get caught up in that timeline um it, if it holds stuff then it, it's holding our belief about something and so old programs old beliefs limiting beliefs then keep us on the timeline in an unconscious way so when we go back and clean up a timeline then 
we're really doing inner work where we're dis we're paying attention to the limiting beliefs or the false beliefs. Um, is that is am I accurate there? Is what's going on? Um, yeah, but, but I would say very accurate. And an easy way to look at it is as energy. We're all energy. We're all sound, vibration. We're all mind. We're all creator beings. We're all creator forces. So <clears throat> if you look back at, let's say, you know, so let's say someone who's around 50. I'm working with them. Or if you're, if you're watching, you're around that age. You can think back to, let's say, teenage years. A lot of times kids have hard adolescent teenage years. They get, you know, a lot of bad energies come in. Maybe they get treated badly. They treat other kids badly. Their parents are mean to them, whatever. Those all exist as energy segments within early life timelines. So those energies are there. So a little bit like if you're pouring water, let's say you have big, a big bucket of water or canister of water that's got like stuff in it, dirt, things you don't want in the water. You pour it through a filter, you filter out those energies, and then you have a more pure water. So what I do is, is bring in sometimes the divine or sometimes the angelics, or I can do it myself, is bring in new energies that filter out those old kind of bad energies so that you have a much cleaner and purer timeline. If that doesn't work, sometimes we can just fold them and close them and put them away so they're not readily accessible for people. But generally, we heal them, kind of clean them out. Sometimes I tap the timelines, which like a salt and pepper shaker kind of shakes the bad stuff out. So you're left in a more pure timeline and then we can fold, close or collapse them, which is just by different levels of definition, moving them out of the everyday awareness and the everyday consciousness. Okay. All right. That's fascinating because if we're not aware of timelines and, and you said earlier, it's, it's like a mindset. So if we have a lot of activity going on, we literally have timelines with everybody in our life. So um, can we see timelines? How, how would we see a timeline? Like, um, for instance, like right now, I can actually see multiple timelines in the future with different people in my life. That's what we're talking about here, right? It's almost like, and so how do we make sure that it's clean and clear with the highest intentions for the highest potential? For sure. Well, you know, for, <clears throat> for, for really anybody, anybody watching this, you can really start by just setting the intention. I, well, and I will be a little bit cautious with this. With, with timeline work, you have to be really strategic and careful. So if you just start cleaning all your timelines up, or just say, I wanna close and collapse all my old timelines. It doesn't really work that way. It can really cause you problems because we need reference point points. We need to be able to look to the past, think about the future to be able, able to understand who we are now. So if people just start closing stuff or collapsing stuff without kind of knowing what they're doing or working with someone that knows what they're doing, it can cause some damage to your own understanding of yourself and the world around you now. A good place to start though, and let's say you're talking about, you know, future timelines that you have with friends or family, is you can start by just setting the intention. I set the intention that in my timeline with this person, I keep it clean. And that's a good way to kind of just simply keep it, get, keep it clean and get it started. So I set the intention that in my timeline with this person in the future, I keep it clean.
and that that'll get that'll get you rolling and so what do you mean by keeping it clean keeping the intention um for integrity mm -hmm. uh honesty truth respect sure that's what it means for a clean <clears throat> line right yeah and you know a lot of people talk about they're moving to new higher timelines to me, what that means is you're moving to new creation timelines that are clean and clear that help you build the future. That's an easy way to understand it. I'm moving to new higher timelines. A definition you can give it, one that I would give it is, I'm creating new positive timelines to build my future in, and I'm keeping it clean, keeping it neat and clean, something like that. So everybody's different. So your definition of what clean is may be different than somebody else. In general, everything that you just described is kind of like we where we as humanity are headed. We're headed to those kinds of concepts. Metatron, who I'll channel in a few minutes, talks a lot about fifth dimensional understandings, which is a new, incredibly large set of new timelines for humanity and Earth. It's not just one timeline. It's, it's trillions, probably, timelines. And what that means is ideals that are around love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control, teachability, faith, hope, and love, and things like integrity, you know, those, those kinds of things. So in general, believe it or not, the way I see humanity is we're like cleaning it up. I mean, granted, we're still killing each other, unfortunately. There's still bad things that happen. But as we clean things up and move to, let's say, newer, higher timelines, they're much more clean, neat, and respectful of ourselves and other people. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was going to ask about um, the timelines, the collective timeline, the timeline that we're all here together on. Mm, what can we do as individuals to bring together the new earth timeline for everyone? And will those timelines merge into one for the collective? Because right now it seems like there's many timelines coming to the surface to be healed. And you would think that there's a basic integrity of every heart on the planet that definitely wants to clear up war, for example, to totally be done with it. What can we each do? I mean, can, do we have that power to affect the collective timeline? Or is it best that we just hold our own individual timelines and they'll mesh together as they come together? Yeah, it's, it's a great question and great line of thought. <clears throat> you know, people say, well, you know, look, look at all the timelines now, all these new timelines are coming to fruition. They always are. <laughs> it's just the way it works, the way the churn of time and there's many different times out there. We're multidimensional. Time is linear, but it's not linear. Time is many things. But as we move through the sequence of events, there is always the churn of timelines. There's always close, collapse, and heal of the old. There's always creation of the new. There's always churn. And really, there's not one timeline. We're, there's so many timelines, it's just you know hard to imagine. But the best thing that we can do really and this is one of the teachings that i really drive home with everybody i work with is if you want to change the world you've got to focus on yourself it is the best thing that you can do so i would say cleaning up taking care of the old healing creating new highly integral 
timelines, neat and clean timelines is the best place to start. And then looking to see where am I connected to other people and kind of clean up any associated timelines with others. I'd say that's the best place to start. If we all did that, it would completely change all the other timelines that we're a part of. So really the best place to start is with us, with ourselves. All right. How would we know if we have a timeline to clean up with someone? Or how would we identify those timelines that need cleaning and healing? I would say 70% of the time you'll know because you'll feel it. You'll feel like a qualm, <clears throat> some kind of disruption in your peace. You'll hear it from them. There'll okay. be a physical manifestation of it. Sometimes the old stuff or even past life or alternative life stuff may be kind of like bubbling up under the sur surface and we may not know that. And in the timeline work that I do, sometimes we uncover those things. But I would say in this life, which probably the best is the best place for us all to start, is think about where do I feel unease with another person or where am I feeling unease with, or where is another person feeling unease with me? And that is probably some sort of, again, I'll use this term bubbling up of a problem or something that needs to be cleaned up in each other's timelines. We all have timelines. It's a way we store things. And so if we can become more cognizant and more aware of it with others, oh, I see that person is operating in this old timeline with me. And this is kind of cool. Some people see you or see me, let's say in an old way. Yes. And they go, you know, I treat Addison based upon this old knowing of him, which means they're accessing an old timeline of my energies and information to access me. So sometimes we need to say to people, maybe you don't use these words, that energy is old. I'm new. I'm different. This is me. Can you please close that old idea of me and look at, look at me anew? And that can help them, even if they don't really know it, close that old timeline and not access those energies, but then access you anew. Wow. Okay. That really cool. does help explain it. Really, really very good. Okay. We have a lot of cleanup to do. Um, again, it's it's unconscious. It's being unconscious. And um, so, you know, it's kind of like um, back in the day when we were coming into feeling a higher vibration, we would say, you're lowering my vibration. <laughs> we don't really want to say that because people would be upset with us if we do that. So this is a different way to look at it where, um, I mean, do we have to verbally say that's old um you're projecting your old vision of me on me see me in a new way or we could be gentler in that and say let's start fresh let's start here right now totally. right the nicer you know when we have to confront someone i don't even like that word confront but when we have to speak up um because it seems like all right there's so many angles to this because there's so many timelines so how can we voice our words in a gentle way to explain this idea or this concept that allows everyone to get on a higher timeline together rather than offending someone because it seems like we can we've just moved through um, a couple of weeks ago where it felt like everybody was offending everybody because we were speaking up a little bit more. And so this seems like 
that speaking up was actually an adjustment of timelines and maybe we weren't aware of it. Speaking up to say, hmm, that hurt my feelings. Am I close here or am I trying, am I reaching? <laughs> no, you're right on. You know, I'll give this analogy because a lot of people know this kind of like archetype or persona. Let's say a guy, <clears throat> and is, again, in his 50s, just to use that number, who always lives in the past. Let's say he was the high school quarterback. He, okay. he lives in the past. He, that, that, that's like his truth, his yeah. truth 40, 30, 40 years ago, whatever it is. So, you know, and most people know that kind of understanding. You can just say to people, you're living in the past because people know that. You know, when it comes to me, you're really living in the past. Can we update, the, can you update the way that you think about me? Can you see me more like the way I am now? That's kind of like basic everyday language for people. Because, you know, if you go to the everyday person and say, let's talk timelines, they may not know what you're talking about. So I would say, and you said it really well too, is that that is the best way to say it. You're living in the past. Can you think about me the way that I am right now? Very simple. Okay, very good. So then uh, the next question, and maybe we can bring Metatron in, maybe he'll have something to say about this, but how do we get to our highest possible timeline for our fullest potential as we're setting a goal? Can you describe a little bit more of what that practicality is all about? Yeah, well, I, I would say in a technical understanding, and keep in mind, I do this work like all the time. <laughs> I, I, I'm what I would call a timeline master. This idea of my highest possible timeline really isn't a thing because we're always creating new timelines. We're working in multiple timelines and because we're multidimensional beings doing a lot of different things, we're always multitasking multiple timelines. There's always a bunch of timelines that we're managing. So again, I would say my highest possible timelines, I'm always consciously creating new. I'm always creating and I'm keeping it neat and clean. So understanding again as we get all these new tools in to understand as conscious creators how do we do it how 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 do we use all these beautiful tools we've been given to be conscious creators timelines is one of them a very powerful one it basically means how can i strategize be smart about it follow my intuition my soul guidance we got guys use them and say okay just like if you're going to build a building going to build a house for the house to stand, withstand time and not fall apart, you gotta have a game plan, you gotta have a strategy. Timelines, especially when you're building new, your highest timelines, if you wanna call it that, it's strategizing. Where do I put my energies? How do I do it? Are these the kind of energies that I want? Are the right people involved with my timelines? Am I investing the right energy in the right timelines? So again, it's another way to take back control of our lives and not give everything away, but say, it's my life, I live it, I'm doing this, and being really smart about it. So I would say, with that kind of strategy in mind, you know, that's the best way to move into your, you know, best possible highest timelines. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you for explaining that. And I think uh, we are more aware of our actions and what we're doing then in every moment. So, um, just to be very mindful, it is being very mindful. And uh, fifth dimensional, fifth dimensional timelines. I really like that. I really do. Uh, the energies of the 5D 
to support everything that we do in all ways. Yes. For sure. And, and humanity is <clears throat> really, we're already inching into the fifth dimension. It's, it's been that way for thousands of years. The fifth dimension is not way out there. We're like moving into it to graphically kind of say, say this is earth and humanity, fifth dimensional understandings or frequency bands. We're like right there, but we're already moving into it. And so as we move into it, we have access to these ideas that we're talking about. If we didn't have access to it, we wouldn't be talking about it. We wouldn't know about it. So as we talk about these things and the work that you do, Loren, is very, very powerful and others like you because you are bringing those ideas and allowing others to bring those new timelines in really. And with timelines come energy. And then all of these ideas begin to filter into all of these lower timelines and it helps everything to raise up. So <clears throat> keep talking about it, really. Very important right now. Okay, beautiful. You know, I think that is why we've always said, keep your vision, hold your vision of new earth, because that's creating a timeline. Holding mm -hmm. the vision of new earth. Is there anything else we would need to do besides holding the vision? Because actually, as we hold the vision, then we are given the next step, the next um idea that comes up we can recognize it as being an aspect of new earth or the old all right yeah so for the human everything that we do every thought that we have <clears throat> every energy we dispose every conversation we have everything that we do is placed into a timeline so you could say really being circumspect of oneself and trying to do the best we can is a great way to hold the definition of the new earth because all of that is kind of deposited or filed away into a timeline. And all these timelines come together as energy and create what we know. So we certainly can help move the earth, change the earth by changing our own personal timelines and those around us because that is a creation tool, creation object that makes it all happen. All right. Wow, fascinating. We are going to ask our Zoom audience to ask a question. If you have questions on this topic about your own timeline or anything's in your mm, anything in a timeline that you would like to be free of, uh, go ahead and ask these questions. So Addison, do you want to have these questions come out now with you or would you like to bring your uh, full body channel Metatron in? Um, it depends on what the question is. I'm checking in with Metatron one moment. Let me just see what he has to say. <clears throat> I think there's one or two questions that I can answer and then we'll bring him in. Beautiful. All right. Uh, first of all, we're going to Nancy. Nancy, hi. You can unmute yourself now. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm calling because I'm feeling very stuck. I don't know what to do next. I've, I, and I've, I'm just kind of feeling stuck. Sure. I understand. Anything else? No. Okay. So there's a few levels to this because I really want to respect privacy and uh, sure. realize that this is on the internet. Mm -hmm. So is it okay if I give you a little bit of personal feedback in front of everyone? And this is out Absolutely. of respect. 
this is out of respect to your sovereignty, which is mm -hmm. something that really matters to me. Sovereignty means I only give you what I want to give you. So I'm asking you, so you have conscious participation in this. Does that make sense? Yes, and that's fine. Okay. Good. Now, I'm not going to go look at your Akashic records, one, because you haven't given me permission. And I always encourage people, don't let people wander into your Akashic records unless you give oh. them permission. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to give you what I kind of like hearing is that it's not so much timelines, but it is soul definition that's keeping you stuck right now. Can I give you a little bit more information on that? Yes, please. Your timelines, and again, I'm just kind of like hearing your voice and feeling your energy. I don't think it's timeline specific, but I think your soul by definition, by definition of some things you need to do in the future is keeping you a little bit of neutral. And what this means is, you know, the idea of divine timing mm -hmm. is that sometimes we need to kind of like mark time. And even though it may drive you nuts, this has happened to me before <laughs> and drove me nuts when I was going through it. Mm -hmm. But in order for some other things beyond you that are important to you to line up for you, you've got to mark time a little bit and feel stuck. So my okay. encouragement is to talk with your soul, your essence, and say, can you help me kind of have some peace during this? And can you help me prepare for what's next? Because there's some really good stuff coming your way but you've got to mark time for a few minutes in order for everything to align. Does that help? Yes, thank you very much. Sure, thanks for calling. It's interesting because for, you know, my mind is just trying to think about this and mark yeah. time. It takes me back to marching band where they'd say mark time, mark, and <laughs> we have to stand there. Nancy, were you in marching band? <laughs> I was a drill team. <laughs> me too, hey, right the line, okay. <clears throat> and so marking time, mark time, mark, and you stand there and just stand in place, lift your knees up and down. And so that means taking a pause then, right, Addison? Yeah, it, means, it means take a pause because you're getting ready to go somewhere. So like when the marching band is done with the parade, they don't mark time. They finish up, they go put their instruments away. But when you're in the parade waiting for the other bands and the other floats to be in the right place, you're marking time until that happens, then you go. So you're marking time to get ready to go. All right. Beautiful, Nancy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank Nancy. you. All Good right. Luck. Good luck. And then we have Dr. Taylor. Dr. Taylor, hi, welcome. You can unmute yourself now. Hi, thank you so much, Lauren. And thank you so much, Addison. Um, I I have been uh, marking time too, and I do give you permission to go into my records if necessary, but um, I have been marking time. I'm kind of in a place where I was in corporate and started doing entrepreneurship, and now I'm just freaking confused because I'm following the spiritual path, and there's supposed to be specific things that I know that I'm supposed to be doing, but I, I'm falling away from it. Like it's not clear to me. And I've just been in a quandary and um, reticent about moving forward, making a mistake and just not knowing, you know, kind of what to do at this point. You know, I'm really a, a, a brand builder, but now I call myself a spiritual brand builder. And as you can, you can probably hear the, 
you know, the heaviness on my heart because I want to make a difference for people. And I want to make sure that I'm following, you know, kind of my, I don't, you said not the best timeline. I don't know what to say now because <laughs> I was using that terminology. So, sure. You get sure. me? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, um, <clears throat> thank you, Dr. Taylor, for being part of this and for your, for your questions. So a couple of things. First of all, I'd, I'd like to address a little bit the Akashic Records point. And now everybody works in their own way when it comes to people's Akashic Record, which is like your life, all of your stuff. I'm very, very respectful. Again, sovereignty is really important for me. So I, I probably, doc, Dr. Taylor, wouldn't go to your Akashic Records okay. now. That's fine. Even because it needs the right procedures, the right protections, and the right respect to be able to do it. So um, just, just as a point of reference. But what I can tell you just by listening to you, I can get a lot just by listening to you, is your timelines probably need some work. I would say there's some pro prob probably some past timeline cleanup. Again, I'm not really looking deeply. But the word that I hear from you, and you... I think you know this is change. So you mentioned some of the heaviness, some of the maybe angst that you're feeling. Yes. It's because there is, you need to precipitate change. Okay. Does, does that make sense to you? Does that help you? I need to precipitate change. So that means that there's something that I need to do in order to precipitate that change. What would that be? Probably a number of things. Okay. It seems like there's one big change that you're probably aware of and may maybe one of those kind of unconscious conscious things you know where you gotta like kind of do a little bit of search on it to be able to find it but it's if you do you'll be like ah aha yeah that's it but there is something that needs to change and your your system your energy system let's say your soul is saying ah oh, creating some some tension in you to draw your attention to this thing, let's call it a one thing, I think it's a pretty big thing in your life that needs to change. So sometimes when that happens with people <clears throat> is you feel angst in a lot of areas, areas in your life, a lot of tension okay. in order for it to build up. <clears throat> so you as a persona, Dr. Taylor can say, oh, okay, I need to change this. And then you need to set into motion a series of events to change this thing. And then you move into a whole new paradigm, which is a whole new understanding. Okay. okay. Would that be like a reliance on the past, like staying in the past? Like I, like I'm getting ready to burp now. And I, my burping is like a, oh, excuse me. Okay. It's like a clearing thing. Mm -hmm. um, I live in the past a lot and now I feel emotional. My gosh, I'm feeling like a, a whirlwind of emotions. Would it be like living in the past? That's the biggest thing to change. So no, but remember I said there is some timeline work to be done for you. Got it. And, and what that is would be probably closing and collapsing some old timelines and letting okay. those energies go. So okay. you can really focus on you okay. creating the new. Okay. So what I would say to you is probably timelines work can help everything that you're talking about and more. Okay. So you can really get clear and get focused to be able to create new things. And that's one of the things I hear from a lot of people who you know, are interested in this work and kind of like have questions like what you all have is, I need clarity. Mm -hmm. I need to get clear on this. And so a lot of these old energies can really inhibit clarity, as you probably well know. So, I mean, the best thing I can do to you, here's a tool that I can provide you and everybody 
is when you go to bed at night is rub your chest and just say, I like to part ways with any old energies that I can and do it every night for seven days before you go to sleep because we're always working, we're always doing stuff at the soul, energy, spirit level. So sometimes you can put away some of those old energies pretty easily while you sleep. Does that help you? Yes, thank you. Thanks. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Um, Addison, would you say, and we're gonna bring in uh, Metatron mm -hmm. here in a moment, um, but you know, for people who are leaving the old matrix, the corporate world, whatever we want to call it, in moving into this new spiritual realm, and the timeline cleanup, would that be really um, talking about moving out old energy? It's it's deprogramming from again belief systems. I don't know why I keep going back to that, but it's like when we leave the corporate world, we can sense that ah. I got to work hard for money. That was a program that I had. I know you left the corporate world as well. And so that's what we're doing here is, is changing timelines of, of, of that old structure, that old corporate structure. So that could be what Dr. Taylor's going through or anybody who's moving into different fields of work. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll provide a couple of points of interest is, you know, even now, I, I work with businesses, what I call awakened business consultancy and coaching, because what I see is businesses changing too. I used to work in venture, used to work in venture capital, and you know, used, people used to think that was a horrible thing. Private equity really mean it's changing. Now it's really focused on impact investing with social good social ramifications, mm -hmm. um, uh, good social governance, lots of wonderful social impact environment environmental impact cases so what i what i do in that work is i try to impact business leaders to think new to have new awakened ideas about themselves the world around them the business and most importantly their employees if businesses saw their people as people and not just numbers it would be a very different place so you know, the corporate world, I don't think is all bad. I think it's changing. And part of my role is to help change it, help it to become more awakened. But, you know, looking at humanity generally, and the other part of my answer to your question is people are always told, no, you can't. You're not. You're not good enough. Probably can't do that. Not good enough. You're, you're not worthy. That is, that is a, the, a heart, I would say, of human programming. And so all that exists in energy patterns that are laid in time capsules called timelines in our own Akashic or energy field. And so if we can clear, probably by closing and collapsing, those old timelines that hold those old engendered ideas of you can't, you get to a new place where you go, wow, I can do all these things. What do, I, what, what do I want to do? What do I choose? What do I want to consciously create for myself knowing that I can and the can't is gone? So we're in a wonderful new place and people talk about new paradigm all the time, but what does it really mean? It really means a new understanding. We have a new understanding. Hey, I, I'm not operating in the old, I'm doing this thing new. So when we all change our paradigm, our understanding, we really can do a lot of wonderful, beautiful things. All right. Well, that gives us a lot of really powerful inspiration to be aware in every moment of what we're doing. So you've given us some really great 
tips for creating with intention in a conscious way and really taking a look at how we move forward in everything that we do. And it's refreshing to know that once we realize that there is a stress or um, a discomfort or a trigger, that that is just part of the old that we can clear and we can call on this energy to be moved or removed and cleared out. For sure. And sometimes the tension, like with Dr. Taylor, the tension can come even at the soul level, like trying to get you to do something. So mm -hmm. tension can be good if we can identify what is their point in it, pointing us to do. Otherwise, it just drives us nuts. But tension can be there to help us move into the new. Um, but really, we're moving to a place where we're in a whole high scope of hope. And this is a kind of a key message I want to leave you with before Metatron talks to you is humanity needs hope. <clears throat> It's something I get emotional about many times because <clears throat> I've seen it in people's lives. If people lose hope, man, they are immobilized. They can't do anything. So a key message I really want to leave with all, everyone watching this is have hope. Understand what your hope is. Get to it if you can't find it and have hope. Because if humanity doesn't have hope, we die, really. We need hope. Even people who say, yeah, hope is a spiritual thing or a woo-woo thing or whatever it is, they're in a way not really telling the truth because they say, well, I think this is gonna happen tomorrow. It's based really on a hope concept. I hope it's gonna be a good day. I hope the environment that my think is held in is a good environment. Otherwise, my whole probability matrix falls. So hope is elemental to the human experience. And so I encourage everyone watching this, have hope, use hope, and let it drive you. Beautiful. All right. Put that on a sticky note <clears throat> and let that guide you. All right. Let's bring in Metatron. Is there anything that you want to say or guide our audience for questions around Metatron? Well, uh, so Metatron is the high dimensional being that works in many ways. He works as an archangel, but he's, he has a lot of business cards. He wears a lot of hats. Um, so he may not necessarily say I'm an archangel, but if you work with him as an archangel, he certainly is, but he does a lot of other things too. Very big energy, really focused on ascension. So I think he'll talk about a range of topics today. <clears throat> and I think he'll be willing to take questions and I think that's it for now. He's a big energy, a big personality. And um, Loren, just let him know when he's almost out of time. That way he can, he can wrap up. Sound good? Sounds excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And uh, just give me a moment to call him in. As you know yourself, you are. <clears throat> the understanding of self. Now listen to these words, please. The understanding of self. You all may not like this, but you all are mind. M-I-N-D. You are mind. You're many things. So we don't limit you. You are many things. To say you are multidimensional is a limitation. Think about that, please. <laughs> Humanity is trying to know itself in different ways. Does this phrase sound familiar to you? They're trying to know themselves in different ways. 
beginning to new higher understandings, new paradigms, new understandings, which is driven in part by the mind, but we would say the mind is more than the brain. We would say the mind is a complex of many things driven by understanding because you have to, you have to, you have to, by definition of the human and the human experience and the place you call earth live in mind. It is a nice study to say no mind or to watch your mind, to train your mind, to build your mind, to change your mind. It is a human study, but you have minds. And so part of the ascension process we Metatron on high teach is this, change your mind. Think new, use your heart, use your soul, use your gallbladder, use everything. Chinese medicine has a lot of things right. Talk to your intestines, they know stuff. You are full of living things. You are many things, you are not a one. You are a multiplicity, which really is a better find and replace for I am multidimensional. And many of you are just now saying, I'm multidimensional, what's multidimensional? We say humans hold dimensions one through 12 within them. Please write it down, it is important for you to know. The human is multidimensional, yes, but that is a human understanding in dimensions, well, one through 12. There's a lot more out there than what you know, are aware of, what science knows, what spirituality knows, what quantum mechanics and physics and chemistry and all these other quantums know. Listen to this, there's a lot out there. Humans, don't pretend you know everything. As you know things, that's great, practice them. It is in the practicing of things that you can understand them. That's why there is quantum physics, quantum mechanics, quantum this, that, and other, because that really is the idea of quantum that then you distill into different practices or methodologies or ways to walk things out. And when you walk it out, you understand it more fully. That's an idea of multidimensionality. It's more than just a quant, it's a mini. Quantum conversation is a very nice name, Lauren, we will say, because you're discussing something that people are just now understanding. Quantum physics, let's say, is a relatively new understanding. Do we understand it? We do. We help build it. <laughs> we know it really well. Is there more beyond quantum physics? There is, for sure. Don't think quantum physics is the be-all, end-all. Please don't, because it limits you. Listen, a key teaching we want to leave with you today is, I know what I know. I explore, I try things out, I walk it out, I talk it out, I do all these things at many different levels, but there's a lot out there. Because when you say, I got the teaching, I know, I got the know, I got the jam, it limits you. Because when you say, I am always learning, finding, exploring, discovering, walking, talking, hello, how are you? What do you have to teach me? What know do you have that I can know too? That is the beautiful step of the human. Networking. Many of you are networkers. You go out there, you talk to other people. Some of you stay at home. That's fine. You have your own people, maybe. But listen to this. The more you communicate with others in a high vibe way, as you say, which is more than just vibration, there's a lot of things out there. The more you communicate with other people and say, I don't know everything. I know what I know. But you say, I show up, I share, open-hearted, open-minded, open-souled, if you wish, but what you got? What do you have to share with me today? 
I'd love to hear what you're working on. What matters to you? Share with me if you would. Talk for sure, because that is the sharing as well. But when you listen and consume, it is a beautiful thing. It is how you ascend. Listen, ascension is not one thing, it is many things. And as you ascend, in some ways, it's the sharing of knowledge. That's why all of you showed up here today to watch this video. You wanted to find out more. What's he, they gotta say? What's Lauren gotta say? She, she does the show. I like what she has to say. I like her. She presents things in this way. And you all come to the trough of knowledge to feed, to consume, and allow it to be you. You may say, well, like a buffet, I won't eat it all, but I'll, I'll eat some of this for sure. I like some of what he has to say, not everything. Or maybe you like it all, it's up to you. But it is in the sharing of knowledge, which is energy and tied to many different things, that you understand yourself anew. We talked earlier about holding the vision of the new earth. This is a very important topic for us because we are ascension specialists. We work in many different ways. We work in many different ways. We work in many different ways. Why? Because if we work in one way, it diminishes the whole thing. Listen, the whole concept of this creation that you are in is this. It's a lot. <laughs> it's many. It's many different things. For us, Metatron High, who is a very big energy, one that you don't really understand, it is this, is we work in many different ways. Sometimes we kick you in the butt. Sometimes we kind of knock you in the head to say, wake up. Because humanity needs that sometimes. We are loving sometimes too. But listen to this. Just like the child who takes a nap and needs to get up to eat, you have to sometimes say, wake up, let's go. It's time. You gotta go. The urgency is this, wake up, let's go. As earth changes, which is many things, we can say it's frequency and vibration, but it's a lot more than that. It is mindset. And that is something that we teach ardently. Why? Because as you think you are. Now listen to this, please. As you think you are. Now, thinking is more than the brain, it's more than the mind, it's many different things. But you think all day, I think I'll do this. You even say it out loud, I think I'll go to Lauren's thing, I think I'll go here, I think I'll go there, husband, wife, partner, kid, whatever it may be, what do you think? Oh, I think I'll do this, what are you thinking? So to deny the think, the thought, the mind, the brain is to deny the core of the human. What is a key source of the human running itself? the neurological system run by the brain. And many people say, well, that's the problem. Well, if you have that mindset, you're not going anywhere. We're a little hard on you because we want you to think differently. For the system to work, and all of you know this, especially those in the medical field is this, for the system to work, all the systems need to be working in balance and harmony. So to deny the brain, to kill the ego is death of self. It is, because you are many things. The system must work in all parts and pieces at optimal performance levels and be working in harmony. That's it. Please don't kill yourself. Watch yourself, raise yourself, and work in higher understandings, which, yes, include frequency, vibration, many other things, light, energy. Listen, it is a complex universe that you live in. There are black holes, math thinks. Have they ever seen one? No. <laughs> Listen, 
many of you know this, some of you don't, is that the majority of the things that science thinks about your universe, they have never seen. But math postulates. Their numbers on the wall. That probably most of you wouldn't understand, but they've never seen these things. There are some beautiful, 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 beautiful things out there flowing around in space that take pictures of things, but they can only go so far. But math postulates what they have not seen. And that is where your science is based. Questions, please, anyone, anyone. Thank you, thank you, thank mm -hmm. you. Wow, we are absorbing the words and the sharing of knowledge. You mentioned this is really important. This is part of the ascension journey. Can you speak to how we can overcome our fear or lack of confidence in what we have to share? We often tend to judge ourselves and we don't share because we'll say, what, what do I have to share? Can you give us some words of how we can step into sharing what it is that we know. We do know something, we know a lot, but how can we confidently step forward in that sharing? Well, like we said earlier, and this is not a one-sized-all solution, because listen to this, one size does not fit all. There are many different ways that people are built. This is a soul knowledge concept that we'd like to drop in for you, is you all have souls. That's really who and what you are. Your soul is an idea, an energetic idea of you that floats around and does stuff. Incarnates generally, but sometimes just does other stuff. In the earth realm, you forget a lot of stuff because you're in a very low understanding that needs high stuff to come in, work through stuff so that it can go higher and higher and higher and higher. That's a basic understanding of ascension in a way. <laughs> so all of your souls come in with different ideas, most of them low-ish, let's say, that you got to work through. So let's say you're scared of sharing or you don't want to share or you have blocks or all these kinds of things. These are generally things that you need to work through, which means you have to exercise them. Just like if you tell a child to go out and exercise or play, it is to get energy out of it, to exercise energy. So you need by exercise, by getting it out there, to push yourself as you can in judition and smartness to be able to do stuff because it is only by the moving through the pushing through and this is the difficulty for the human is it is not always so pretty look at your own lives you go yeah you know i had that divorce or you know this or that happened i had financial ruin i had to declare bankruptcy it was really bad not because you're bad and this is a key thing for you to understand Anything that good people go through that is bad is not because you're bad. A lot of people ask this question, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, first of all, it's not because you're bad people. Truly at the soul level, you're all, let's say light, just to put it very simply. You hold a lot of stuff, but you drop in and through human disposition, you've got to do stuff, not so much because you want to do it, you want to do the fun stuff generally, but because you got to work through the hard stuff so that you can help by your transposition into this plane, earth move into higher things by working out lower energies. So the more that you can exercise, again, as you feel led, we're not pushing you to go beyond your limits, let's say, but we're pushing you beyond your limits, is by pushing through the hard stuff 
you get free because you're exercising the things that you need to exercise. In a way, you live for yourself. Yes, first and foremost, you must be responsible for yourself. But at a collective level, you are working through stuff for the collective, for Earth, and for this universe, which is trying to right itself. We hope that helps. Any other questions? Mm, thank you. That really does help. We're feeling inspired. Um, thank you. I have a question from Susanna and mm. I'll mute her to talk, but I'll read her question first because I know that you'd like to have um, interaction. So Susanna says, I'm experiencing great fear regarding finances and the potential loss of my beloved home. It's perfect for me as I'm a retired musician and I'm planning to return to performances in the future. I'm terribly saddened at this potential. Hmm. Also, I support my daughter and son-in-law as they begin their life together and they are in a very stressful circumstance as well. Yes, 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 yes. We see you, we acknowledge you. As you all know, many times the talking out is very important. We will give you a few tips, dear one. We recognize the difficulty of the situation. Does that help you? If you care to speak out, you may. Does it help to have recognition of your situation? I think it does. Yes. But I'm, uh, yes, I'm grateful. Thank you. Go ahead if you wish. I, I, um, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I'm just in this uh, terrible fear and stress. And, uh, you know, I've been on, you know, uh, my own path of, of growth my whole life i've a different kind of person as as people would say um so i'm really grateful for this opportunity to connect and i think that um that i know this may you know be happened to me but i'm hoping that it won't but i i just don't know where to go you yes, know yes. every time what is your name susanna susanna do you wish dire outcomes no. No. What do you hope for? I hope to be able to stay here and stabilize and continue working on my projects and hopefully be able to assist my daughter and her husband, you know, going forward and, 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 and you know, all of us continuing our growth and our paths and contributing to the world. Good. Very good. Very good. Okay. We're going to give you a couple of answers. Now, are you okay if we give you some answers about your personal situation in public? <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead, darling. <laughs> now, we, we recognize what Addison, the guy who speaks the words that we moved through him, said earlier, sovereignty is very important. And humanity is trying to move to unity. Many of you know this, unity consciousness. We're going to give you this as a little bonus teaching on the side. Unity consciousness is great, but you cannot get there unless you move through sovereignty first. So for those of you talking about unity consciousness, this and that, that's all great, and you are forward thinkers for sure, but the encouragement of this message is master sovereignty first, because humanity, in order to get to unity consciousness, has to move through many things, and unity consciousness is very far off, to be quite honest, and so sovereignty is probably the next thing for you to master. There is a continuation and deepening of freedom, and then there is sovereignty, so we would say keep that in mind, work on it by all means, but really master freedom and sovereignty first because that is the get through in order to get to 
unity and unity consciousness and all those kinds of things. So we ask you in sovereignty these questions because in sovereignty you say, I am a sovereign, I am sovereign, and what I say is only what I want to say. I only share what I wish to share and do not share things that I do not wish for you to share. So we, out of sovereignty, which is a teaching we will elaborate on in further teachings beyond this conversation today, is something we honor with you. And so by your recognition, what we say to you is this. There is a get through for you, which means you've got to get to the goal that you have, and it is key for you to talk about as much as you wish to talk about with as many people as you consider appropriate to talk through because you have got to get your fear out. You've got to talk it out. And this is a key teaching for all of you. Talk it out. Write it down. Put it on your refrigerator. I talk it out. Because the human, when it gets caught in the brain, the mind, which we love and we honor, but many people get caught here. And the stumbling block many times is this, I can't get out of here. So to talk it out, I talk it out as a practice is very important in order for you to think it out. So for you, dear one, you must talk it out in as many different dimensions as possible. And many people, when they talk it out, will say the same thing over and over again. We think maybe you do this we say this lovingly, is think about different angles, different ways to talk it out so that you can expel or express the fear and the worry that needs to come out. Bring people in. A reason why friends exist or family exists is to share things with them and let them share with you. A problem shared is a problem relieved. And so as you understand these things, it's very important for you in the get through. The next thing we would say to you is work probabilities in your favor. Please write this down if you are taking notes. I work probabilities in my favor. We talked earlier about science and mathematics. The common language that you all hold, believe it or not, is math. We'll say it again for you. The common language that you all, humans, 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 birds included, hold our math is math. Math is the common language that you all hold. When you get up in the morning, it creates probabilities that you do stuff during the day. So for you, we're not saying that you're, you're not, but think how you can move probabilities through action in your favor to get the desired outcomes. What do you think about that? I think that's beautiful and, and spot on. I think I can do that. Very good. Thank you. There is an old saying, which we like, keep hope alive. Have you heard Thank this? You, darling. Keep yes. hope alive. Now listen, humanity comes into all kinds of trouble. Stuff happens. Building blocks hit other building blocks. Lego houses fall. Things happen. And again, to echo what the guy here said before is, if humanity doesn't keep hope alive, it dies. So for you, dear one, talk fear out, get it out, vomit it out if you have, but don't let it, don't let it erode your hope, which really is your goal. Another way to see hope is this is the thing that I want to do, and this is the environment in which it lives in. So you are bearing a lot on your soul, which means you have even your kids, your family at heart right now. So another addition we would have to our teaching with you is this. Keep yourself, number one. Take care of yourself, number one. We hope this helps. Other questions, please. God bless you. Thank you. Blessings to you. Thank you, Thank Susan. You. Thank you. Thank you. God bless all of you. All right. Beautiful. Anyone with questions, raise your hand. We don't have anyone in the queue and we've got Metatron here. 
ready to answer your question, who's ready to play? Raise your hand in the Zoom panel. No one. Metatron. Well, we always have things to say. Would you like for us to talk for a while? <laughs> Please do. This is a good sign. So we're we're feeling that um, we're feeling empowered by this. Share with us more, Metatron. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, we'll talk about humor. Because humor and the laugh came from the being, but really us, we like humor. We are Metatron on high. We don't have a body. We don't even have a personality. We don't. That's why when you see people who work with Metatron or even channel Metatron, you hear and see different things. Because as we work with different people, we put on different personality and things. So as you work with beings on high, whoever you are, realize that they're working with you in a way that you can understand. So as you work with angels or others, realize that, hey, they're working with you for what you need. So as we drop down from on high, <clears throat> we work in, within human, with humans generally in ways that work. But if you could say we get enjoyment, but it's not really enjoyment because we don't really have enjoyment. You could say, I guess, in the best understanding, we get fulfillment from understanding human humor because it is interesting to us. Again, that's not exactly what it is, but we look at it and we kind of go, huh, I see. Humans are very difficult, very unique, but humor is something that probably is one of your strong suits. So another teaching today is humor more. Please write it down if you're taking notes or keeping score. Humor more. Listen, as one laughs, you are in a very high vibration. Here is kind of an understanding of what vibration is. Vibration is, we would call it ecstasy. Your highest vibration is when you are in ecstasy. So we say many times, please have sex more. And some of you may go, oh, Metatron's talking about sex. When you are in orgasmic states, which are creation states, you are at your probably your highest vibration, really. So if you want to be a really high vibe person, have sex a lot, have a lot of orgasms. Because as you understand yourself in what we would call lightness of being, and humor is a very high vibrational state as well, is you are not like this. You are high like this is stay high, stay high vibrational, stay high in your thought processes of how earth works. Because again, all of you who are watching this, you have a number of jobs, but one of the jobs is to not get too mired up in it. Don't get too mired up in it. Not live in your own world necessarily, although that can be a way to do it. We encourage you to network and get out there and do things. But when you do it, do it in a way that is light. Not like a light bulb, but is lighthearted, free. Because a way that people will know you are, let's say, interesting or different is because you have a different perspective on things. We talk about perspectives a lot. If you have the same perspective as everyone else, you are no different. And all of you here are called to differentiation. You're called to be your own self, called to do things differently, to be truly you. When you are in the truth of yourself, you are probably in a much lighter state. It depends on your soul and your own journey and these kinds of things. But the truth of you is really ultimate freedom. As you can be true to you, add humor in, be lighthearted, be distinct. You can be different than everybody else if that's what you're called to do but be truly you, you are at your lightest and your highest. 
The way the soul works is it holds an individuated understanding and set of definitions that support the individuated understanding. You all are unique by your soul. When you are in your soul truth and soul alignment in the truth of what you are here doing and not mired by distraction and disredemption and all these kinds of things that mire the truth of you, you are in your lightest. You all have your own soul program, which basically is show up for earth and do this kind of thing. Most of you here on this call are doing that. When you are confronted by things that knock you out of your track of focus, that is when you got to say, whoa, I've got to recalibrate this and refocus this. Because when you are in your soul goal, your soul hope, your soul truth, you are in the truth of you. And that is when you are in your highest vibrational state, probably maybe a little bit higher than when you are in an orgasmic state. Because your soul is saying, yeah, this is what I got to do. This is why I'm here. And the personality, the persona, the personality structure is doing it. So we are in alignment. Any questions on any of that or other? Uh, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, the humor. I know that um, we need to ascend, but we can't ascend if we don't lighten up. Yeah. Any comments on that? Lightening up. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Listen, spiritual people, and we don't even really like that term, to be very honest. Spiritual people brings to it a certain set of definitions. We prefer be true. Be true to yourself. I am in my truth. I'm true. If you have to understand me, you could say I'm a spiritual guy on a spiritual journey, whatever it is, but that's not really what defines me. Many people let that define them, and we encourage you to think beyond that. Spiritual people sometimes are like, oh, many people say judgmental, no matter what kind of movement you're in, in church or out of church. There's a whole new movement right now called spiritual, but not religious. Look it up. And these are movements of people who are saying, I'm really tired of the old and I want to get new. I want to get free, but I realize there's something more. So people are trying to get free from all these old constructs. And what we say is spiritual people is one of them. So we encourage you to say, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy. I live in truth. You can say, if you want, awakened, which we like better, because in a way it doesn't have all the definitions associated with it. But sometimes spiritual people are pretty serious. We got to do this work. We got to fight this fight. Okay. Well, if that's your calling, by all means, do it. But please, please laugh along the way. To us, an understanding of a person who is really on an awakened path is someone who can laugh all along the way laugh at themselves primarily. The human disposition is funny. When you can look in the mirror and go, that's a funny guy. That's a funny girl. That's a funny idea. I have fun with myself. I laugh at myself. I laugh at others. We laugh wholeheartedly. Great phrase, isn't it? Try to say it more often. I laugh wholeheartedly, which means with your whole heart, with your whole body, your whole being, your whole soul, I laugh, I laugh, I laugh. You spiritual people out there, if you want to still call yourself spiritual, that's fine. It's a way to understand yourself. But please be known first for being a funny person. We would really rather people know you as someone who is lighthearted and makes them laugh. 
to many that is far more inspirational than I'm a spiritual person on a spiritual journey. We hope you understand this. We're not trying to dismantle spiritual people, but again, we're telling angles on a story. There is no one answer. <laughs> there is no one path. And like we said earlier, for those of you who think I have the no, and this is the way, this is the only way, period, 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 point blank, we're done. I got it figured out. We'll think again. There's a lot of things out there. As humanity raises and moves, all the definitions change. We talk about love a lot, and love is something for you all to understand anew every day and every moment sometimes. The definitions of love in 1950 was very different than 1980, 2000, 2023, almost 24 now. The definitions change as you change, as Earth changes. Allow yourself each and every moment to say, my truth is new. My truth is new. And some of you say, ah, oh, no, there's truth. Ah, truth, truth. By all means, think that. But in 10 years, you'll be a different person having different truths. Why lock yourself in? Allow yourself to say truth is and let it be. Learn new truths every day about yourself and the world around you. And this is ascension. If you think ascension is one answer and it changes and it flocked in there, by all means do that, but you're not helping ascension. Ascension is change, 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 change. You didn't get that word right, it's change in your own life and everyone else's life. And in the world around you, look around the world and go, ah, look how everything's changing. I may not like all the definitions of it, but like it or not, it's going to keep changing because that's the way it works. Any questions, thoughts or other? Change, change, change. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, we are inspired anew. My truth is new and my truth is, and we love this so much. Thank you, Metatron, for the inspirational humor, reminders to laugh every day and to be that lighthearted, wholehearted laughter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Anything else you'd like to hear from us? We can uh, take a special request if you like. <laughs> We're here to sing for you. Let us sing. Yes, yeah, sing for us. <laughs> How much time do we have left? Uh, we have a five minutes, yes. Wonderful. We'll end on this note. This is a note we will add and <clears throat> add additional sediment to is this. The human is built on one thing, I know. And think about this, please. And again, keep in mind that our own teaching dashes this truth. Do you realize this? We tell truths and we dash them sometimes because we want you all to understand there are many truths and they always change. A truth is the human is built on I know. Here's what I know. And this is the operable definition set by which I move through life. Here's what I know. I know these things. I've learned these things. And I know. Allow yourself, if you wish, if you're brave, if you are willing, to look at yourself, to look at your know, K-N-O-W. What do I know? What are the teachings that I have inherited? What are the teachings that I've adopted? What are the teachings that I use every day? What is my no? 
When you're able to say, I dismantle the old, I bring in the new, and it always changes. I am a revolving door. If you know those revolving doors in great hotels of New York City and London and Paris and other places, it's always moving. People are in and out, in and out, in and out. My truth is a revolving door. Try it. You may not like it. You may think, I don't know if I like that. All right, fine. Don't like it. Do something else. You're always doing something. You're always knowing something. You're always being something. We posit this with you, which means we throw it out at you and you do with it what you would like, is say, my truth is a revolving door. It's changing, new, 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 new. I see myself new every morning. There's an old teaching around that. It's a very lovely one. When you allow your truth to change, evolve, you are one who is, we would call flexible. This is another idea for you to consider. <clears throat> The hardened ones don't change. The flexible ones change. And just like the old adage of the palm tree, I mean, if you know the beautiful, beautiful palm tree of tropical lands, palm trees are very, very tall. They bear beautiful fruit called the coconut. When the hurricane comes, the tree stands because it bends, it moves, it's flexible. You could say it has some truths that don't change. It has roots that go very deep into the system. It knows how to manage change. But it moves, it moves, and moves, and moves because it's flexible. It's willing to change. I don't just stand like this, like the old oak tree, the live oak of four and 500 years. But the palm tree says, I, I flex, I flex, I move. My definition of myself changes. I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm back here always changing and it lives 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 ye who are fastened into the old break ye who are flexible and movable and agile stand allow you to see yourself and be different as you wish and as you are drawn and we thank you we appreciate you and we leave you with this you are beautiful because you go through the difficulties you're beautiful because you live hard lives and you overcome. You're beautiful because you do the hard work for the many, not just you. And you are beautiful because of who you are. And we thank you. Thank you, Metatron. Thank you, Lorraine and everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. This is Addison now. <clears throat> Really very fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, empowered and flexible, embracing change, embracing humor, and we are truth. Our truth is new. Thank you. That was a beautiful message. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you to Metatron, and thank you for allowing Metatron and I to come on the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's so fun. It really is. All right. Well, oh, this has been refreshing, and we are delighted to announce ways that people can take this further with you. You know, we are in a very powerful time right now. We are coming, we are in the month of August. We have two super moons, 222 miles away from Earth. There's the 222 codes again. And we are also in this beautiful Lionsgate energy. And so we have a special offer. I'm going to put the link in our Zoom box. And this is a way that people can come into the Lionsgate portal. 
Addison, share with us what you're going to be doing on the Lion's Gate. For sure. Well, <clears throat> to me, 8-8 is kind of like uh, my New Year celebration. It's a very pivotal point for myself. Really? And so, uh, yeah, I think it is um, a real turning point for many people. It is for myself. And it's a whole new energies that come in, very powerful energies. Um, really, I think of it as more important than New Year's in in some ways. So uh, I encourage people to really focus from now until let's say August 12th on prosperity, abundance, wealth, riches, new opportunities, manifestation, updating yourself. Update is a big part of this, I think, for many people. So you can ask your soul or your guides or your higher self for updates, upgrades, and these kinds of things. It's a very powerful portal and gate and um, increases probabilities of everyone doing great things in their life. And, and with you on your site, uh, Metatron and I will be offering a very special abundant life, 8-8 Lions Gate Masterclass, where uh, all of you can come. And I'll talk a little bit about how I see manifestation, prosperity uh, in the Lions Gate, and give you some tools that would be highly beneficial for you to take advantage of it. And then Metatron will be channeled by me, and he will talk and teach about his perspective on Lions Gate and the 8-8 portal for humans and earth right now. It'd be a really exciting time. Would love for you all to come. Wow, that is wonderful. So the lion's gate for you, it's more important than any other time of year. And why is that? What happened in your story and, and what happened to you? Well, you know, my, my story in some ways is a, um, uh, a story of great change, you know, where I've gone through lots of kind of Addison's. I've recreated myself many times. And I have seen, if I look back at the history of myself, the Lion's Gate portal as a time where I've really created a new me and then manifested like a whole new life. So for me, every year around 8-8, eight, eight, it's happening for me right now, um, there's like a whole new set of opportunities that come to fruition for me and really benefit me for the rest of the year. Uh, I'd say for me, starting right, right now to 8-8 eight, eight, to the rest of the year is like the best time of the year for me. Um, the whole first part of the year sets it up for me. And I go through usually through some challenges and through some, you know, part of recreation is loss, letting the old go. So letting some old stuff go. And um, so for me, this marks like a whole new year of life for me, a whole new Addison. And so I see this with a lot of people that I work with is it's, um, it's a pivotal turning point where people can manifest a new self. Mm. Wow. For all of those feeling stuck then or ready to really break out and do it new and fresh, this is a powerful opportunity. And I just want to say there was a Gene Keys reading done on August 1st for the whole month. And the date of August 1st was the energy of super abundance as well. So that really fits in on an astrological Gene Keys way about this whole Lion's Gate. We are connected for with the higher realms in such a powerful way that we are inspired just like you to be new and to be bold and go forward in everything that we do. So thank you for sharing your story because we are right there with you. We want that too. 
and you are inspiring us as well. Beautiful. And there is another option as well, because you do some other workshops, divine courses. We have a bundle of divine courses that you're doing. So not only can people join you on the 8-8 date of Tuesday next week, they can also join you this Sunday or get the recordings if they can't join live. So I think this Sunday, <clears throat> which is August 6th, Sunday, yes. August 6th, is a single master class um, with me and Metatron again, but the topic is you are, and it is an empowering, uplifting message that helps people be in their truth. So we've got the eight, six masterclass, me and Metatron, Metatron and I, um, with you are an empowering message for people to be in their truth Then the eight, eight Lionsgate abundant life message. And then we have on your website, another, um, set of course, the course really that is soul work for friends and family. And it's for a group of 10 people, friends and family members who want to get together for a five week course um, called Soul Transformation for Friends and Family that helps each person and the group get to know themselves at the soul level, level better and share in a really fun and exciting learning time to get to, really to get to know themselves better. It's really cool. And it's on your website. Love for people to check it out and join that as well. Yes, beautiful offerings and um, elevating ourselves with play and fun, as well as messages of inspiration from Metatron, multiple ways to work with Addison and Metatron. Thank you again. This is right here on this webpage, or it's in the link in the Zoom box or wherever you're watching or listening to this video. We thank you, Addison, for this beautiful time today high energy that inspires us and leaves us new and fresh. And we thank all of you for joining us. We hope that you too are ready for change, stepping into change, emboldened for change, empowered for change. Lovely, lovely, lovely. As we say goodbye, Addison, I just wanna give you a moment to share any final thoughts. Oh, thank you, Lauren. Well, first of all, thank you to you. I really enjoy working with you. Um, it's a great joy to be on your program. I love your audience. I love you. So thank you. And thank you to your team who is all really wonderful to work with. So thank you all you guys. And, um, and thank you all who have watched this. Thank you to the audience. And really, again, I think it go, for me, it goes back to hope. I got a little emotional earlier. I hope you forgive my, my emotion that goes with it, but it's something, you know, as I work with people and even in my own personal life story, uh, I'm very impassioned to share people to not use hope as a throwaway thing. Oh yeah, I hope for this. So, you know, people just say it sometimes. It's just a turn of phrase. But to really let hope work for you, find hope, don't give up hope because we really need it. So that's the last message I'd like to leave, leave with you and just thank you, gratitude to all of you being here today. Beautiful. Well, we hope everyone has enjoyed it and keep hope alive. Uh, it really is empowering. I just want to share. I was in uh, Canada one time and there was a bush made out of hope, the words hope. Mm -hmm. And I took a photo of it and I put it in my office and it inspired me and it actually did change my life. So that is the beauty and the power of hope. And someday will transpire or we will go into, we'll, we will transcend hope into trust, pure trust. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Addison. And thank you everyone for being here. We love you. And we're so glad to be in this space with you. Everyone have a beautiful day and namaste. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.